now that the honeymoon period's over, I guess, you know, when you get down to the nitty gritty of the usage of the phone, look, every, I think every piece of tech you go through this, there's the initial excitement, brand new tech, then the, uh, the, the polished edges sort of wear away and you discover some of the, I guess, the quirks of, of the device. And look, f- for the most part, it's an amazing phone love it it's it's amazing i think when i recorded the 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 previous podcast we talked about the weight of it and i was coming from a pixel 2 which was a much smaller device and and the oppo has got a ceramic back and it's a bigger phone it's a it's a it's a phablet size kind of phone it's huge phone um but i've i've actually gotten real used to the um to the weight now so uh, i think that's just one of those things that just happens over time you get used to um you know what you're holding uh, you know i'm picking up the phone multiple times a day so you just get used to it and so you know, that, that awkwardness of holding the phone is somewhat gone away. It's still a little bit of a stretch with my thumb to get to the to the, the top right, and occasionally it's still a two-handed operation. But look, for the most part, the size of it is you know, no problem at all. I've added a, a phone cover, a backing cover. I, I like to do that anyway. I think it adds some protection. If you drop the phone on the corner, it's it's uh, there to protect from you know hitting the, the, the screen or scratching or, or damaging it even further. And so I run it with that. And I've also applied a... A, a matte film screen protector, which is a multi-purpose. It's sort of it's a non-fingerprint, so you can rub your fingers over it all day long, and it won't leave any residue, no fingerprints. And it's stretchy, and it's more sort of soft-like. Uh, so that means it actually heals minor scratches. So if you put your fingerprint in it, whatever, within you know a short amount of time and no later than the next morning, those fingerprints have smoothed back out like in, in terms of the um, fingernail sort of markings or any scratches. It also means that there's no reflection. You know how glass is very reflective? It, it sort of softens that because it's a matte finish. It softens that reflection. So... Um, so there's, that's a couple of mods, I guess, I've done to the phone in terms of, you know, the hardware side of things. Um, but I don't know if that, what I've done with the backing cover, and I, I doubt with the front film, but maybe more so the backing cover, potentially led to a bit of an overheating problem I had recently. So I was in the car, and I had the phone connected to, by, via Bluetooth to the car system. I had Google Maps going, and it was, you know, using the directions to get uh, down the peninsula. Uh, and I also happened to be on a phone call. After about 15 minutes, or not even that, I noticed that the screen dimmed, and I thought, well, maybe that's just the, um, the you know, Google Maps does that. Sometimes when you're on a, a fairly long um, stretch of road, it dims it so you're not using battery. But what I found out was that um, because the phone essentially shut down, it cut the call and it, and it just stopped. It was an overheating issue. It actually got way too hot. I've had a look online and I can't see anything definitive. A couple of people have asked and they've said in a similar environment, using the phone whilst using navigation or Google Maps had led to the overheating. So uh, that is a bit of a concern. It's only happened the once. I haven't been able to replicate it. Um, Not that I've really attempted, but it's only happened uh, a week ago. I suspect with um, a change to the operating system, at the moment I'm running the Color OS operating system which is the standard from oppo and it's version 7.1 it's based on the android 10 version i think when it gets the update the new version that should fix it what i have seen online is that there's a memory optimization and utilization and boost from about a 45 percent increase on this so i think if the memory's boosted then that means that it's not working necessarily as hard hopefully to 
check the GPS, check the maps and be on a phone call. And therefore, uh, hopefully it takes away some of those issues, you know, regarding the heat. I don't think it's done any damage. If it does happen again, I might follow it up with um, um, the, the with Oppo directly. And if I'm not happy with it, I would consider maybe getting a replacement model. But so far, um, that, that that's fine. Not a problem. It was warm. I did have the air on the in the car, and I what I have is a magnetic holder which sits right on top of the air vent. And it wasn't air conditioning that I had on; it was just you know cooler air. But it was a quite a, a warm day. I would say high teens um, kind of day, maybe eighteen degrees Celsius thereabouts. And so in the car, you expect it a bit warmer anyway. So it might have been low twenties in the car where it was sitting. And so look, it could have been a mixture of the sun, the warmth of the car, and the use of this. But look, I haven't seen it as a, a massive issue uh, across. I've been checking the forums and everything, and it has it has popped up on like two little threads, but it hasn't been a, a massive, uh, massive issue. So uh, I'm not overly concerned at this point, particularly because of the update that we're expecting any time now, uh, probably over the next few weeks, maybe uh, within the next month um, for the, the new operating system. I took the back case off and it's got a ceramic back so that's supposed to be where it dissipates a bit of heat as well a little bit and it was warm but it wasn't as hot as i've had in previous phones i remember years ago i had a I think it was htc one xl and that was a plastic back and that got very hot one day and i think that was also from using google maps that got to the point where I almost couldn't touch it. So I was at, it was nothing like that with this this device. It meant that the phone was off. Uh, I, I left it off for a few minutes, about five minutes, just to let it cool itself down. But everything seems to be working fine. There's been no degrading of the functionality. Uh, doesn't seem to be any damage just from the surface level. I haven't noticed anything just yet. So um, it's a bit of a downside, I guess, but um, it, I think it's okay. It is silky smooth. And that's one of the good things about it. It does jump between, so it's not a permanent. You can make it a permanent 120 hertz all the time, but there's things that you don't need that kind of screen responsive rate for. So I, I let it sit on the auto option, and therefore it just switches back to the 60 hertz. That means there's less battery used, and you don't even notice it. Things like if I'm using Gmail, I don't need a you know massive response rate, but if I'm in a game or a video, then a higher response rate. That certainly helps for sure. My thumb does get across to the other side, so I guess I've gotten used to it, but I tend to write messages mainly with two thumbs anyway. So, you know, I don't I don't really notice. It's one hand operation for just flicking through news and Reddit, for example. But if I'm writing, then I tend to hold it with both hands and then use, um, you know, both thumbs. It's, it's interesting you talk about the size as well because the way that the buttons are set up, the physical buttons, there's power on the right, and then there's the volume rockers on the buttons on the left-hand side, and they're, they're pretty much opposite each other on the device. I find occasionally, just the way that I hold the device, if I press the power button to turn the screen off, occasionally my thumb, my left-hand thumb, will touch the down volume button, which actually then triggers the screenshot rather than turning the phone off, you know, the screen off. So, so. And I've heard, and that has actually been a pretty constant theme online, where people say that they that's just one thing that they're getting used to. So it's getting better over time, where I'm not necessarily doing that. But I, I did find over the first say month, it was almost every day that I was actually accidentally doing this kind of combination, and it got a little bit frustrating. So it's I guess whether it be kind of habit from my previous phone, or just you know just maybe the size of this phone, or maybe the configuration isn't ideal for whether those buttons sit on there as well. Look, just a couple other things. These are more software sort of related, but um, you can't add the same widget twice. So 
Um, I have a, a smart system at home and it's got an on-off kind of widget button for particular uh, smart devices. And I, on my previous phone, I was able to actually have multiple uses of, of the same widget. So I could say, well, the indoor light I want as one widget and then the outdoor light I want as a separate widget. Uh, that's just a software thing. Maybe in future that will be changed. So that's just a niggly thing. I found that the night shot photos are not amazing. There's a lot of noise that comes in. It's nowhere near the quality that you get from a Pixel. I haven't seen the Pixel 5 photos yet with the night shots because I know they've got some you know pretty good software backing it. But I don't really rate the night shots on the um, Oppo. The rest of the daytime photos, perfect, fine. But the, uh, the nighttime shots, not amazing. And finally, I guess for the for the I guess the bad side before I get to some of the you know the, the good things is the it's it, a lot of the, a lot of the developers a lot of the companies want you to use their own apps and that's fine I like using their apps but occasionally I like to use Google made apps and I've I attempted to, and I put on the Google clock uh, onto my phone so Oppo had their clock and that was fine but I put in the Google one because I wanted it to connect with. I think at the time it was easier to connect with uh, Google Assistant and the Oppo version didn't really do that. Anyway, I had that uh, on the phone for a little while and I just I couldn't work out why. I'd wake up maybe five in the morning and my screen would be on and it would be quite bright. Um, or if I woke up at random times of the night, the screen was on. And when I did some research, I found that, yeah, apparently somehow the Google clock if you install it on your Oppo device, will keep your screen on at night or, or when you're not using it. So I got rid of that app and it's been perfect ever since. So there's a tip. If you've got the phone and you're finding your screen's on and you've downloaded the Google clock, just get rid of that and you won't have an issue. Now for the good, the battery is amazing. It lasts all day, really easy. But if I'm using it really heavy and it's a, you know, it is degrading, you know, I'm running down low on battery, the charging is super impressive. It's got the Super VOOC system. I plug it in. I'll go in, you know, plug it in. Maybe I'll go to the kitchen, have a glass of water, um, you know, come back 10 minutes later to the phone and I've, I've got so much extra charge. I might have 30% or, or, or more um, added onto the, the device. If I leave it a bit longer, it's, you know, right up to 80%, you know, quite easily. So... If I get to late in the evening and for some reason it's getting low, I might go plug it in for a few minutes, do a few other things, go back to it, and I'm almost back at 100%, you know, quite easily. So charging is amazing. We touched on it before, but the screen, I can't fault this screen, other than potentially the way that the punch hole camera sits. I think this is more to do with gaming or uh, apps that, that maybe not utilise it properly, but I have played a game that doesn't sort of sit edge to edge in the screen and it sits below where the punch hole camera is and that means I'm on the opposite side down the other end it's kind of clipped down the other end so I, I wasn't able to get a responsiveness or a use for the the bottom corner for a button I was trying to press something and it wouldn't activate but I fixed that by actually flipping the display 180 degrees and and that that put the button in the upper, other opposite corner and it actually worked there I, I think that's more to do with the app itself and not utilizing the screen space rather than an oppo issue uh, but that was just um, you know one of the things um, and just look uh, a couple other final things the screen effects so rather than having a notification light it actually lights around the edge of the display if I get a phone call coming in or a notification that's pretty nice and a second profile I've got you know multi-profile set up so I keep I like to keep my work profile pretty separate so that I'm not distracted so if I'm at work I'm at work or if it's 
for leisure, if I'm just wanting to catch up on news, I switch to back to my normal profile. And so you can have maybe somebody else in the house, family member, you can set up as a completely separate profile and they can be logged into yours. And it's actually complete, uh, completely separated out. There's no crossover uh, whatsoever. And you can use the device separately. So that's actually been you know, you know pretty handy as well. Uh, it's kind of distraction-free work environment if, um, if you need something like that as well. So look, Really happy with the, the the camera. The shine has worn off a little bit, but still, you know, I'm still a nine out of ten for this phone. Even though that's got some of these, you know, minor issues that I've talked about. Very happy and can definitely recommend for the price, for the value, for the you know, for the benefits uh, you're getting for this phone. If it's on your radar, consider what I've said as the negative, but I, I don't think you'd be disappointed once you've actually got your hands on it and actually utilising it every day. 12 gigabytes of RAM. I've got 500 gigabytes of storage inbuilt on the device. And that's, you know, comes as standard. It's got this super charging. Look, we do have all the specs, which we, we did cover on the previous podcast. And I will list these on the show notes as well. But it's around about $1,500 that you're buying this device for. You don't get wireless charging. That's one of the downsides that a lot of people have talked about. But I've not actually had wireless charging on any device anyway, so it's not something that I have missed. And with the plug-in charging and how quick it goes, it's not an issue whatsoever. Thanks for listening. We'd love for you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.